0: This is a man's world Hello, welcome to this is a man's world, uh, the she who dares wins podcast. My guest today is Beth Skinner, and she is a bricklayer from the UK. Hi, Beth, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm yeah. good. You? Yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's so glad to have you on. So I will let the listeners know that, as per usual, I spotted you on social media, posting um, your journey of um, doing your bricklaying apprenticeship. And was intrigued, really, because I'm seeing a lot of people on social media that have been in the industry for quite a long time. And um, it's super inspiring to see someone just starting out and sharing the story. So, yeah, just um, introduce yourself. Like, how did you get to become or how did you get into construction and a bricklaying apprenticeship? Um, and also, um, firstly, before you answer that question, how old are you, Beth? I'm 21. Okay, sound. So you're super young, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> for me, anyway, you're super young. Yeah, so, um, yeah, go ahead and explain how you got into construction and bricklaying. Well, firstly, I did a, a multi-skilled
1: course, which is a bit of individual trades that basically teaches you how to do bits of repair for, like, joinery, tile, and plastering, bricklaying, and everything like that. Okay. And I originally did that so I could... Choose an individual trade because so I thought it's the best idea to like try them all out and then see if I gravitated to any. And bricklaying was the one. But in the meantime, while I was doing that course, I was out on site doing groundwork, so I experienced a completely different side to construction. Even though my course wasn't related to that, so I think if it won't for that being on site there's n- I, d- I don't reckon I would have been a bricklayer honestly if I'd have done if they'd have got me a place where that was more joinery based or something a bit different I think I would have been like more of a what's the word like property developing kind of thing like I'd have been more oh, okay. you know indoors and not as you know mucky and outside I guess
0: yeah and he's like so that course sounds awesome so you get to try a bit of everything because yeah. the one thing is if you start in a career and then you know you decide down the line that you don't like it after you started an apprenticeship it's quite hard because you feel like oh, you've absolutely. lost a bit yeah. of time but that yeah. that's that's awesome so you get to try a bit of everything and so how did you get the opportunity while you were doing that to actually be getting that experience on site was it was it something you just um, phoned someone up and asked asked for it or how did you get to that position
1: no uh, when I was still at school. we was all like doing our application forms, and I applied to go to a college near, like in Hull, and they basically did it all for you. They rang in companies and said, and then came back to us saying, "We've got this opportunity for you. Is this something you'd be interested in?" And obviously, I was like, "Groundworks, there's, there's no way I'd, be, no way I could do that." But I okay. thought, but I give it a go, and I, I just fell in love with it instantly. But it's it's crazy how like to think of how I was back then thinking there's no way I could do groundwork. It's too much of a a a man's job, is what I thought. It's like it's going to be too physical. I'm five foot three. There's just no way. But in the end, I I did it and I loved it. And now I'm a bricklayer. Probably the most most physical physical job
0: yeah yeah and that's that is because I I mean I've worked on site for 15 years and the one job that I would say like even I'd be like oh no I couldn't do that is is the labouring and yeah that's amazing to hear that so you had all those kind of worries about you know whether you physically be able to keep up what was it like because I've never actually seen a female labourer either so what was it like arriving on site being so young having those worries yourself um and then starting the job like how did you tackle it to,
1: well, it, it still makes us last to this day because when I first like started doing all the groundwork it was like, oh, when you first came you you were so quiet and shy you wouldn't dare say hello to anybody and then come to the end I was, I taught the most I, you know, I <laughs> properly like blossomed out my shell and given them more grief than anyone else but I think it's, it's hard because I think you've just got to have a bit about you and want to try you know, because that you just start off with like baby steps. I'm not going to get you to do the hardest thing possible. You know, it's baby steps, and you're like, oh right, I've done that small thing. Then you do another thing. Then before you know it, you're doing just as much as them. So it's just baby steps. I feel like, but yeah, I've I've never personally seen a a female bricky labourer.
0: Cause no, no, it's like, like what like yeah, you just you just don't. Which is why it's so exciting when you come across anyone in a trade oh yeah, absolutely um, and and especially someone's as young as yourself because i think it just shows that actually half the time you put i suppose a barrier on your own potential by all these thoughts that creep in or, i can't do this i can't do that and and like you say if you just have a go um you pretty much seem to have, have found a passion and and realised you can do it so that's awesome
1: i think like being because i was fresh out of school and i'd never you know like my first job was in subway and you just think being young, you, you just plus being a female as well. You're worried that are they going to give you the chance that you want? Are they going to take you serious and things like that? But it's, it, for some people, it's you know they don't have it as easy, and I think that's what can deter you know from the beginning.
0: Yeah, I was just going to ask you that. Like, do you think your experience was, was good because of the people that you worked with and the gangs that you worked with being quite accepting? Because you, you do hear stories. I mean, I've been on sites where, you know, even as an engineer with a lot of experience, like I, I get a lot of, you know, I've had a lot of jip off some of the, the labourers because, you um, they, it's just one of the things is like they give people a hard time it's not necessarily because you're a woman sometimes it's just yeah. because you're there and, and they feel like you know the culture that they can do so so do you think that that the um the company you were working with and, and the guys you were with had a massive impact on that
1: yeah 100% like being 16 and you know it could have been make or break I think for me if it was if I was just like, grounded down every day. I I think, I I don't reckon I would have carried on because even though I'm quite strong-willed and a strong person, it it don't, like, even men in, in the industry don't stay because of, you know, certain things that I said. But then, on the other hand, I think being a female and as being a bit of a blessing because I feel like, I feel like with men, when they see a girl, they don't swear at first. So I feel like you get sort of, an easier time if that that makes sense yeah yeah I mean for some obviously there's a few old you know fashion people that think women shouldn't be on site but I think sometimes men overcompensate how nice they are at first because they
0: think oh you know well, yeah they've got to watch their manners and yes,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah it's nice to play on that sometimes <laughs> yes, um, when you get further down the line and they've known you for years they um it kind of goes the opposite way oh, oh yeah definitely <laughs> oh that's that's amazing so doing the labouring and then you were doing your apprenticeship at the same time and um you like loved bricklaying so at what point did you let go of the labouring side of things and 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 move sh- onto the bricklaying? Uh, well, when I'd finished with all the groundworks and doing all that kind of thing, I didn't have a job
1: for uh, about eight months. But I went back to college in my spare time when I was working, at, well, when I wasn't working. And I was just practising bricklaying because the college allowed me to come in and just practise and, you know, see what I thought. And... The, again, I was offered an an opportunity with Mitchell and Erwin, who I'm still with. Okay. So it just, it, it, it's not something like, I feel like f- trying to find, like when I was not employed and I was like applying to places and not knowing what emails to for people and not knowing what companies. And yeah. I feel like unless you're at college, it's so difficult to find anything.
0: I would agree on that. I mean, one of the yeah. things one of the questions I get a lot on, on YouTube is, you know, I've got the even even guys and, and girls that have got a lot of qualifications and a lot of time behind them and experience that they they struggle to to either get back in or get onto the next project and yeah. and for me it's always been through recruitment companies, but there has been a lack of engineers over the years, so it's been relatively easy. But trades um, I find it sometimes it can be quite a fickle industry and, and you can be let go from jobs and then told there's a job and then that never really happens. So so by the sounds of it then, college, the support seems to be there um, to, to initially get you in, which is, is really good to hear. Um, it's good to hear that those, I guess, that the colleges are having good relationships with, with companies. And yeah. did they, how, how much does the college help you like transition from... Um, you know onto site is that something do they come out and visit you or is it just kind of a off you go see how you get on kind of thing
1: yeah i don't my college i uh, don't really tend to come out it's more like you know the company i work for they'll come out and review you every couple of months but yeah. like when people ask me oh i want to do this how do i uh get into it and it's just for me if i hadn't been at college or gone back to college i just I don't know what advice you can sort of give people. Like for me, the colleges have given me the most aid out of Anyone. out of anything.
0: I remember you saying that you're um, not too far away from qualifying, is that correct? Yes, yes. September it should be, hopefully. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's great. And, and is there gonna be an opportunity for you to stay on at that company then? Are they you know, it's like a kind of long term investment in your training? Uh
1: it's not being spoken about, but I assume for there's the with Mitchell and Erwin actually they do a fourth year, like once you've done your third year, if you don't feel confident enough they allow you an extra year of just being on basically like being on the books. so there's that little extra year of comfort and that's so, good yeah we, yeah which I think I might take up on but apart from that would just be self-employed from
0: there oh nice awesome and and down to the physicality of the work then um I mean I will tell you that I want so so I lay out quite a lot of foundations for brick layers and then put your four corners in and um, I was working on a long-term housing project and I was like oh brick just looks so easy it's like it's like making a cake like you just put the icing on the end and you just slap yeah. it down and then I, I had a go and there's a video of it and it was atrocious and the bit that I did have to come down <laughs> and I realized how much of a skill it is like and it you know when it's done right people make it look so easy and and fly through bricks and um yeah like how do you like is it a, is it a steep learning curve is it something that takes a long time is it something that you can be naturally good at or how like how did you find it
1: uh it's yeah it's definitely it's not it don't come overnight but no. it, it can be the most frustrating thing because I You'll find that you'll do good one day, then it'll just, your mind absolutely wipes and then you just can't do it the next day. It's just, but it's just like you have to practice. Like when I first like, started, I remember those days where i just go and put up sex just with frustration, like, because it, it's like it is a lot harder, like especially like when when I used to spread, I used to do it like a little a little roll, whereas to like to do it now, it's it just comes a lot more naturally. But yeah, it, people do like even like when I first started, I used to say to the bricklayers that I worked with that they make it look so easy and so fast and just <laughs> yeah so seamless. But when you actually do it, it it, it, it I think people underestimate how much of a, an art it is to be a bricklayer and that it's not just bricks, it's just so, like even like the math side, it's just so much goes into it. You're not just a bricklayer, you're, just, you're a problem solver. It's, it really is just, I love it, me. I do, because it just, when you're just laying and you just you go into your own little world and you just, when you just
0: in form and it's just going how it's supposed to, I, I love it yeah you I think you hit the nail on the head like um I mean I've, yeah a few sites that I've been onto and the setting out engineer like that's come on and and it's to be fair even I've made mistakes in the past and the brick light bricklayers looked at what's been laid out and the string line and they've been like nah, nah 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 and then like they've done some maths and they've and they've literally like plumbed all the lines in and made it perfectly square and I'm like oh my god I need like hundred tens of thousands worth of kit to get it right and you guys just do it but it's like a natural I think it's a natural talent that after so many years like they just know what looks right what's not and how to make things work and and overcome problems yeah, so, yeah. I think
1: that you've you've experienced that because you know that you can say that because that's like that's bricklay down to a T like that I just love that that story of you you know not that you got it wrong I'm not that's not my point (laughs) no it was atrocious it was the
0: worst
1: (laughs) (laughs) but just how that is how bricklayer would work and it's that it's your eye sort of like trains itself like they can look at something and know if it's right or not and it's it's so impressive how
0: the the experience and everything that comes with a bricklayer. Yeah, and, and I, I remember having a conversation once with an, an apprentice engineer and he was my apprentice and he's like, Oh, bricklaying, like they always moan and stuff, but it's so easy, it's just like bricks put together and like there's nothing <laughs> to it and then they get to the corner and, and I'm like, actually stand and watch I said, because it blows my mind, like, you know, I'd I'd get to the I don't even understand the concept, but I'd get to the end of the line, I'd be like, Oh god, that doesn't look right. Like I said it, it there's so much skill in it one of the comments that he made as well was like oh it's it's just like mortar on a brick and then and then you place it down and I was like actually like maths and using your head and like i said it's probably in some cases um you need to be more skillful than a setting out engineer because we now I've got to a point where we used to be like that, but now everything's done on a kit, which is really expensive and does the majority for you. So I, I was kind of like saying, you better watch yourself. I said, because one day a bricklayer is going to get you out of trouble when you've messed <laughs> up. <laughs> and the skill, I mean, yeah, it's not at all. So so there is, for anyone out there that thinks, oh, you know, at school I'm not going to study or I, you shouldn't care about maths and stuff, it's a bit of a misconception, isn't it? Because you guys have to have to know quite a bit.
1: It, ma- it makes me laugh because I used to say to my math teacher why do I need to know Pythagoras theorem?" yes I said the same thing oh dear <laughs> angles and bearings yeah I yeah, know it's the, the key thing that I need to know now <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that's, that's the one thing that as soon as I did my course I was like oh my god trigonometry what oh. like yeah but so. it's a
1: nightmare like after because I've left school five years and it's just like it, it's non-existent in my brain. <laughs> yeah, so you trying to reteach yourself, and you didn't want to learn it five years ago.
0: Yeah, I know. I know it's it's hard, but for the love of it and of oh, being, yeah, being yeah being outside. So do you like what? What do you love about the job? Like other than obviously being able to learn a skill and a trade, do you like the culture on site? Do you like being outdoors? Like what? What are the best bits? I think
1: the people you work with plus you could appreciate how much intelligence and how you know when you work with someone they, they don't mind teaching you it's just people think are oh, just rough construction workers but I'll I can't n- say a bad word about anyone I've met on site really they mm. just they're there if, you, there if you need a talk to or you know, they don't mind helping you out. And that's the nicest thing, like taking the time to teach someone is, you know, that's young and techy you serious about their craft. And because, you know, it's, it's not just something you learn overnight. And it really is just, I don't know, I just feel like th- there's appreciation between people on site. Like, like we know how hard it is to mm. be here. So we all just, like it's a bit like a community really we know how tough it is so we all
0: get on well and I suppose it's like a bit of a legacy if you've got like an older guy on site who's who's able to teach you tricks um and would I be right in saying that because it's kind of a skill you you learn how to do things I guess formally in college but do you find that you learn different things from different guys
1: yeah Yeah. like from because I've worked with three different bricklayers now and you'll never find one unless they've worked together for years you'll never find one bricklayer that works the same they'll always have a little uniqueness to the way they do things plus you you, there's no way you can learn in college like comparing a college tutor to someone that's been on site 30 40 plus years it's you know you can't compare the two
0: I got it, yeah 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 it's kind of give you a base knowledge and then when you get out there yeah it's up to you to kind of I guess learn and and, and find your own way and find your own style and find your what works for you as well yeah yeah, yeah. and I saw I saw that you posted on in, on LinkedIn about um was it brick flipping yeah yeah <laughs> so, so so tell us about brick flipping and um like the challenges that you had
1: well it's it's just like a daft little thing but if you i don't know if there's a, a video well i know creative brickwork did a video of how you sort of like spin them and flip them but it's for different types of bricks that you can do it for and just like when it's on the stack wrong you can sort of like flip it so it's in your hand right but it's just being able to like move flexibly because like more like with bricklay they can like I don't know, it's just like having a flexible wrist. They make it look so like nice and flowy, but for me, it was just too wooden. So I, got you. So I just wanted to see if I could try my hand at it. But this, again, they make everything look too easy. <laughs> because they do it so fast, it's just like your brain doesn't picture, like you can't physically do what you're watching
0: because so it's too fast. And I guess, I guess, like, if I spoke to you in, like, I don't know, two, maybe five years' time, like, you'll probably have that skill down in your own way. I'll probably um, be juggling them in five years. <laughs> yeah, and you won't even know. You won't even be able to be like, "Oh, I don't know what I was struggling with at the start." Yeah. That's, that's one of the great things about learning on site, isn't it? Is that, um, yeah, you, it takes time. But once you've got it, you think back to when you were learning and think, "Oh, how did I not just crack it at the start?" But yeah, it, um, it like well, everything takes time, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. It's
1: like when I look back at old photos, you just you you just can't because you don't see the progress instantly you, you can't believe from what you can actually do with bricks and, and mortar it's just, it's amazing really <laughs>
0: Howdy folks, I hope you're enjoying this episode of She Who Dares Wins. Just wanted to let you know that there's a heap of cool information and useful resources available at www.shewhodareswins.com so get yourself over there also don't forget about the youtube channel which is this is a man's world uk where i post lots of videos on survival in the construction industry and shed light on how you can help yourself have a successful and thriving career that's pretty much it and let's get back to this podcast episode So, are you working with the same team every day, or are you on sites where there are other guys coming and going that don't know you? No, same site every day, and I work with uh, the same gang every day, too. Okay, but do you get anyone on the site um, that, like, coming on to visit the site, or I guess people like me, like engineers, come, and do you, have you has anyone made any comments to you or yeah, like have you ever had any I suppose bad experiences from that from being like a female on a construction site Uh I
1: I honestly don't I don't think I've ever had any not anything that I've took offence to but right. do you know unless do you know no I don't I don't think I, not, not something like someone shouted over or made a slight comment that I've just picked up on nothing yeah. like that I think, honestly, I think I've been very, very lucky with my like apprenticeship and how easy I found it on site.
0: I think, oh, I mean, long may that continue. And I think yeah. maybe because you're, um, I mean, it sounds like a great company, you work for a great team. But I think as well with Britlays, because you work together together. Um, and you you're part of a team there's probably a bit of protection there as well which is yeah, I yeah. think it's quite nice isn't it you know like if you were to work in, walk walk into the bait cabin and someone's new there like I felt it in the past when I've worked with laborers when I've worked on drainage and I've done it for weeks and you, you become like a family um and I think if anyone came in and said anything then I've had guys kind of like jump um to to jump in and and kind of say something if if anything inappropriate has been said. And that's really nice. Like, I think sometimes it's easy for women to think, oh, it's such a harsh world and everyone is against you. The reality is, like, 80 to 95% of the guys that you work with are super supportive, are funny, it's a great environment, it's fun, it's exciting. It's just sometimes the 5% come in and ruin it. um, yeah. But but yeah, that's, I really hope that continues for you. And by the sounds of it, anyway, like and working construction, you know, you know what goes on, and it, it's it, it's um, it definitely toughens you up a little bit. Um, but it can be a really fun environment. Do you find that? Do you, I mean, bricklayers. It seems like you guys just pump up the tunes and crack on. <laughs> <laughs> There's always tunes whenever I'm around bricklayers. Yeah, especially
1: in summer when because the gang of with now have two radios, so I'm constantly like, "What was that? What was that? Is that loud?" (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) but yeah, we have good fun. And and like the safety side of things on site, do you ever have concerns over that, or um, is it something you're now just pretty used to? Just pretty used to. I
1: think if I was like when I was younger, you'd probably as aware. I think it's more instead of, like, you know, you can point out a bit of scaffolding that looks a bit dodgy, but more the things that you don't sort of think about when you're working, like when you're cleaning out an house and there's dust everywhere. Yeah. You won't wear, you don't wear a mask or you, you don't wear, uh, like, goggles and things like that. I think the secret sort of health and safety that people don't speak about or pick up on is a big one, I think. Definitely yeah. that. Do you know, they'll have a go at you uh, for your ivies or you're wearing shorts or things like that but they won't mention things like you haven't got gloves on so you can get more burns or you clean out the house and it's full of dust and yeah just yeah. i don't think things like that but the daft niggly things uh they definitely pick on a lot more
0: yeah and i think sometimes like from my perspective I've had a few shockers when it's been complacency. So obviously, I work around machines quite a bit, and you tend to trust machine drivers. And every now and again, I, the one thing I used to find—I don't know if you you find it the same—but when I was working on housing, um, because especially when the development's you know quite big and there's a lot going on on site and things are getting finished, the forklift driver that runs around with bricks, the pack of bricks, like that is is kind of lethal sometimes to be around because they're so quick that you know they're having to get bricks up to guys all the time and I I feel like they can't see a lot because it's a machine that's got a lot of black points in it yeah um and so uh, quite a few times I've almost been run over by a a forklift carrying a pack of bricks I'm surprised I'm still alive to be honest with you but sometimes you get I get complacent and have to remind myself actually it can be a pretty um pretty dangerous industry to work at if and again it comes down to the site and how the site is managed um but yeah i think um it's like any job isn't it it's only as dangerous if you don't put your mind into, into something
1: it's, it's a shame though because even though it is construction it is a building site and it is with risks it's you know there, there is a should be a limit to the risks exactly you know? yeah like yeah. i've i've seen it where Packs of bricks have come off a forklift, and you know they've been on the bricks have been on main roads, and you're quickly having to pick them up, and then obviously cars going by, and you know things like that. So it's there is a few things I feel like on certain sites that could be looked at because no one needs to go home with an injury and think, "Oh, am I going to pay for my mortgage and look after my kids because I've got a broken leg?" or not go home at all it's but how do you prevent things you know you can always prevent minor things but big accidents I don't know you could
0: protect people from it yeah unfortunately I I think once I mean everyone has health and safety training but I think it's down to individuals isn't it and yeah you've got to have one individual that He's not concentrating and it, it ruins it for the rest and I think, it, I think it's got a lot better over the years but certainly since I started to where it is now it's come on a long way um, and I think it'll only help in the future but yeah, you're right, it, it does spoil it because it doesn't need to be an unsafe place if things yeah. are done yeah. right. Um, but it's
1: like when I hear stories from how bricklaying was when there was no forklifts and they're taking packs of bricks up and carrying a yeah. lot well, packs of bricks, uh, but you know, bricks up and blocks up and getting mortar in buckets and up and down the ladder all day. I just think... I I think if I'd have been, you know, toying with the idea of bricklaying years ago when it was like that, there's no way. I couldn't physically have done that kind of work like that. I mean, I never know, but I just think that's the elite of bricklayers for me back hearing yeah. them stories, just out, like, not, out, imagine like, not having a forklift driver, lifting all your gear up to, your scaffolding, it's, I couldn't imagine it.
0: And I think that's really interesting that you said that, because I think a lot of, um, pre- probably women out there or young girls that are, are looking at careers would, would side away from bricklaying because they'd be like oh you've got to carry all the bricks and it's it's that ancient old thing of seeing someone I think is it a hod carrier, yeah, carrier yeah yeah um but that's so that's good so so the physical side of things you know you you don't find an issue with any of it and actually um would you say that um anyone of any shape or size could could do bricklaying yeah I
1: think you don't have to be the most physically fit you just got to turn up and want to put the effort in it's like with anything if the effort's in then the work's produced and no one should have a problem but if you cause we've had it where we've had apprentices come with us and just the attitude's been wrong from the start and you don't want to you know send people away you want to give them an opportunity and, and try it but you can get a sense for people that are like i didn't i didn't think it was going to be this hard or you know, without, we had an apprentice come with us that didn't realise I'd have to go up scaffolding to build an house. And you just think, <laughs> you just think, what are they being told at college to mislead them, like, to how hard the work actually is?
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, yeah, that's interesting. And what would you, like, if you were now in front of a class of of, of girls, say, aged, I don't know, 12 to 16, and they're thinking about Brick and they like, being outdoors, what, what would you say to them, like... Um, what would you say to them if they if they wanted to do it but they weren't quite sure? It's tough because you
1: don't you with construction you can't glamorize it. But then in the same time, if you told them everything, they might just go, "Whoa, that's not for me." All right. So you've got to find the right balance of it's tough, but what you can get out of it is tenfold to how hard it is. You know, it's it, it is it is tough to sell it, but not sell my dream uh, with brickline in particular that's that's the thing I'd found hard to try and that's get across
0: yeah that's nice because that kind of fits in with what I always say is that you know I want so many more women to get into construction but I'm also going to say the good the bad and the ugly because yeah. the last thing you want is someone to rock up and be like oh yeah like you know it's amazing to take pictures all day and like you with the team and the guys and it's great and it's like okay you've got to really want to do it and if you really want to do it then just go for it but you've really got to want to do it because on the bad days when it's raining when it's cold when your hands are chafing when someone's shouting at you because they've got they're on a time scale and anything's done those are the days where you need to be like actually I love this job so I'll just I'll keep going through this hard bit um and it'll all be worthwhile so no that's really good that you said that, and like you say we can't glamorize an industry that the best of times is is not glamorous but it is insanely rewarding if you're passionate and and that it it shows through with everything that you've said
1: yeah yeah yeah, i agree with that because you know it's 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 hard like and you do get the odd person that makes the day harder and you just think why because you know that it's horrible being out here in the rain it's Three degrees. Well, because it's and it's freezing. You in an open field building houses. We don't want to be here because it's like this. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: we, you know, this is just one day out of a year, and then the next day will be a good day.
0: Yeah, yeah. it with the rough, with the smooth, and, and you're still really young, Beth. Like, like yeah. it's a lot of experience to get at a young age, and um, yeah, just just showing that resilience will will take you like so far in the future. Um, yeah amazing like it's been so good to chat to you and I, I, there's going to be so many people that are inspired by this um, because yeah you're paving the way for, for future girls that want to get into bricklaying and being honest about your journey as well um, which is for me just so good Um to hear, so yeah, really, really appreciate that. And just finally, before we before we go, where do you see yourself in kind of like I don't know, five or ten years time? What, what what's the grand plan, the big dream for you? Out construction. Yeah. <laughs> you can't say that. No. And I it just no. stops everything <laughs> No, no. <Yeah. laughs> maybe maybe a boss of uh, of a big firm, eh?
1: No, definitely. I would love to go out and do my own builds. Not like I'd love it's I love site, but I'd love to have my own creative mind. And you know, people coming to me, oh, would you build me this? And then I can say, yeah. And would you know, just because with house building, you've got a drawing and you build, I'd love to just have the freedom to just build. That's what I'd love to do in a couple of years' time, have my own sort of. Little business, just me and the little van and just potter about. I'd love yeah. to do that.
0: Yeah, that sounds good. And like, I wish you all the best with that. And I'm going to continue to watch um, your journey, just so the listeners know. Like, if anyone wants to connect to you, I know we connected through LinkedIn, but yeah, yeah do you do you use any other platforms, any other social media platforms?
1: Just Instagram and LinkedIn. I don't have anything else.
0: Okay, what's your um, Instagram handle? It is uh, at Beth Skinner Bricklayer. Cool, cool, cool. I will put a link to that in the description of this podcast for everyone else. Um and yeah, encourage strongly encourage everyone to go and show Beth some love and please continue to do what you do because it's um it's incredible and keep sharing your story. And thank you so much for being part of the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. I've been I've enjoyed it. It's been a good end to my night. Ah awesome. Well you have a cracking week, Beth, and um stay in touch and uh, yeah, thanks so much. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Absolutely. No worries. Take care, Beth. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.